0: Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
2: I'm back. Rudriance for our Black and White Sports 2. Well, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson and talk about how Deshaun Watson is impacting Lamar Jackson. And we're going to mention Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray and all of this. Um, the Ravens had given Lamar a quote-unquote deadline and they use the words probably a Friday deadline on on contract talks. Lamar Jackson wants a new contract, all right? And the fly in the ointment. Well there's two flies. One, he wants the Deshaun Watson deal. Yeah. He wants something around that 230 to 250 fully guaranteed range. Okay. The other fly in the ointment is Lamar does not have an agent. He is trying to do it all himself. Um, and that, I think, in this particular instance, is starting to cause a problem. Okay. Why is it causing a problem? Because an agent has to be able to go to the player and say, look, this is what's happening, and this is why the Ravens do not want to do this. Okay. Now. Let's look at this because the Ravens have pulled the plug. It's over. They're not negotiating a contract, most likely the rest of this season with Lamar Jackson. Uh, This is Florio. Ravens pull the plug on contract talks with Lamar Jackson. On Wednesday, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson said that the deadline for doing a new deal with the team was quote, probably Friday on Friday. Friday, the Ravens removed the probably. Wow. So Lamar said probably. Maybe that came from the Ravens. And the Ravens proactively stepped in and said, no, we won't do any more contract talks for a while. Okay. Quote, despite the best efforts on both sides, we were unable to reach a contract extension with Lamar Jackson. That is a quote from Ravens GM, Eric DeCosta. He said in a statement, we greatly appreciate how he has handled this process, and we are excited about our team with Lamar leading the way. We will continue to work towards a long-term contract after the season, but for now, we are looking forward to a 2022 campaign. Some teams will just not do this stuff during the year. They just will not do it. While the statement seemingly closes the door on a deal from now until the end of the season, the Ravens likely would give Jackson whatever their last best offer was if he decides to accept it. In parentheses, and if that happens before potentially he suffers a significant injury. That's the other thing. Possibly implicit in Decosta's statement is an acknowledgment that Jackson has conclusively refused their last best offer. Hopefully Jackson made a good decision in choosing Between door number one, the team's best long-term offer, and door number two, whatever happens next. In a subsequent item, we'll lay out what door number two may look like for Jackson and the Ravens. By not accepting the team's last best offer, that's the path Jackson clearly has chosen to follow. Okay, and Harbaugh has since come out and said, we believe Lamar Jackson is going to be our long-term solution at quarterback. Okay, and of course, the team is going to say that, and I get it. I'll be the first to tell you, I like Lamar, actually, okay? Uh, Dual threat quarterback, I like him. Throws a great deep ball, short to intermediate passing. Accuracy can be an issue, but I think it's better than a lot of these dual threat quarterbacks. He's won an MVP. Uh, (laughs) You know, kid's a Trump lover. Got to give him credit for that, too, all right? He seems to have a really good personality, seems to have a good head on his shoulders. Now, except, here's the issue. He wants the Deshaun Watson deal. Now, after the Deshaun Watson deal was done, what happened? Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, both signed long-term extensions. What they weren't were fully guaranteed deals. Don't know if you noticed that. They were not. Here is Lamar Jackson's problem. Uh, he wants the Deshaun Watson deal when the league's not going to do it, okay? The owners around the league, and sure, you can call it colluding if you want, but the owners around the, the league are furious still with Jimmy Haslam, okay? Because Jimmy Haslam, in all desperation, wanted to figure out how to get Deshaun Watson, convince this guy with all these problems... To come to his team. The only reason Deshaun picked Cleveland. Was the fully guaranteed contract. The league since came back and said. Nope. They're not doing that again. Alright. And uh, they acknowledged that. They showed that with Murray. And Wilson's contracts. Alright. Now it's not saying you might not see some lesser. Shorter deal. For example maybe Kirk Cousins. Does a two year You know, fifty eight million dollar guaranteed contract. Yeah, you might see something like that. But you're not gonna see six years two sixty fully guaranteed. It's not gonna happen. And if it was to happen, it would be somebody like Patrick Mahomes. All right. Um, and I still don't see that'll happen because he just did the long, long long-term extension, right? The league is coming back, and they're telling Lamar, the Ravens are telling Lamar, and it just so happens Steve Bashotti was the one that was vocally pissed over Deshaun Watson getting the contract. He just come right out and said it. This is the guy you gave a fully guaranteed contract to? That was his way, and Bashotti was smart. He knew Lamar was coming up. Okay? Um... That's where an agent would come in for Lamar to be able to set Lamar down and say, look, the entire rest of the NFL, and I've talked to general managers, I've talked to some of the owners, I've surveyed them, nobody's given that contract again. And and they're furious at the Browns for having done it. So Lamar, they the league views it, As having been a huge mistake by the Cleveland Browns. And the owners have already reset the market. And I'm not sure Lamar understands that. The owners have reset the market now. He's not getting that Deshaun Watson deal, which is exactly what he wants. It's not going to happen. I mean, he'll get a good extension. It'll be a big fat extension but it's not going to be fully guaranteed. May have a lot of guaranteed money, but it's not going to be the Deshaun Watson deal. Which, you know, it just came out a couple of months ago. That's exactly what he was looking for. That's exactly what he's looking for. And the owners in the league have gotten together and said that was a pathetic, desperate attempt to get Deshaun Watson, who had already taken the Browns off, off their list, off his list. And Jimmy Haslam overpaid. They won't do it again. And the owners, the owners are mad still at the Browns. And they're not going to turn around and give that contract to another quarterback. You don't think Russell Wilson would have gotten something like that fully guaranteed? He didn't. Now Kyler Murray, I wouldn't even have considered it. Russell Wilson on a on a lesser end scale. Sure, got a lot of guaranteed money, but that entire contract is not fully guaranteed. Neither is Murray's. The the quarterback, that's that's the issue here. That's why negotiations have ended. That's why the Ravens proactively ended negotiations. If Lamar was smart, and I don't know what the last deal was, but my guess would be it was somewhere around whatever Kyler Murray got, probably a little better, somewhere between Murray and Wilson. If I'm Jackson, I'm taking that last contract. Do you know why? What happens if you get injured? I'm just saying, your playing style, you get injured, something happens, and your value plummets. Just putting that out there. Anyway, that's what's going on. And the Ravens have said, nope, no more contract talks. The rest of the year. And judging by how the Ravens like to do business, and I do think they're a pretty good run franchise, I think they mean it. it take Not saying he might not pop up in three weeks or in two months. Oh, ham, feeling a little bad, whatever. Let me go ahead and sign that contract. Not saying that last contract won't get signed, whatever their offer was. But they're saying we're not offering you anything new the rest of the year. And I believe it. Tell me what you think, Black and White Sports 2 fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe.
0: Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on
2: sports. The
0: main event starts now.
2: I'm back. Rude Rance for black and white sports. Well, we're going to talk about Rachel Richardson and her juicy smooly Bubba Wallace race hoax because it seems the actual university BYU has ruled that uh, there was no racial slur used during the Duke BYU volleyball game. Imagine that. Let's take a look at this because their investigation is officially over. And just like we all suspected, we could smell BS. BYU's investigation finds no evidence of fans hurling racial slurs at Duke's Rachel Richardson. Well, imagine that. BYU conducted an investigation looking into allegations made by Duke volleyball player Rachel Richardson that fans hurled racial slurs in which there would have been a stop in time and everybody and their mama would have turned around and looked directly at the person that said it. But that didn't happen. There, I cleaned all that up. BYU conducted an investigation looking into allegations made by Duke volleyball player Rachel Richardson that fans hurled racial slurs at her during a match on August 26th the university's investigation found no evidence in bow letters to support Richardson's allegations. The investigation's conclusion comes as countless holes have been discovered in regard to the severe allegations made by Richardson. Just wondering, hey, Duke, are you going to do anything about this? Are you going to reprimand this player? Are you going to kick this player off the team making up a race hoax national media are you going to apologize for having this person all over the media sphere spreading bullshit lies just wondering national media outlets blindly supported Richardson's claims without doing any research of course they did they didn't want to know the truth and now BYU states that there is zero evidence of any racial slurs hmm Rachel Richardson's story is falling apart. During the match, Richardson said she had heard racial slurs while serving in front of the Cougars student section. Richardson told Duke coach Jolene Nagel of these alleged slurs. Nagel then addressed the allegations with BYU coach Heather Homestead. A police officer and ushers immediately went into the student section. Richardson claimed later that she heard more intense slurs during the fourth set of the match. BYU proceeded to ban a fan who is not a student after Duke alleged the fan had used the N-word. BYU dropped that ban on Friday. Good. Good. An officer stationed in the arena previously said that the fan likely had been special needs and he was not yelling anything inappropriate at Duke players. Awesome. Awesome. BYU's investigation finds no evidence supporting Richardson's racism allegations. The university's investigation including interviews with more than 50 eyewitnesses, including players from both teams. The Duke players didn't even back her allegations. And athletic department staff. BYU also stated it extensively reviewed video and audio from the match. Quote, from our extensive review, we have found we have not found any evidence to corroborate the allegation that fans engaged in racial heckling or uttered a racial slur at the event. BYU's statement read in part, as we stated earlier, we would not tolerate any conduct that would make a student athlete feel unsafe. That is the reason for our immediate response and our thorough investigation. BYU also addressed those who will inevitably say it was selective in investigation. Quote, there will be some who assume we are selective in our review. To the contrary, we have tried to be as thorough as possible in our investigation and we renew our invitation for anyone with evidence contrary to our findings to come forward and share it. Despite being unable to find supporting evidence of racial slurs, in the many recordings and interviews, we hope that all those involved will understand our sincere efforts to ensure that all student-athletes competing at BYU feel safe. Outside of Richardson's godmother, who has a laundry list worth, worth of racist rhetoric on social media, not one person corroborated her story. BYU went into desperation mode following the allegations in order to avoid backlash from the liberal media who screened racism without evidence. By the way, so did a bunch of other schools, including South Carolina, looking at you. You can't blame the university, given the current state of the country. But the fact is, BYU conducted a by-the-book investigation to find that Richardson's allegations were bogus. Well, yeah, I can blame them. They don't immediately have to buy every bullshit story that comes along. Duke and Vice President Director of Athletics Nina King released this statement in responses to BYU's investigation. King's statement in no way addresses Richardson's allegations or BYU's finding, but included hashtag hate won't live here. The 18 members of the Duke University volleyball team are exceptionally strong women. Who represent themselves, their families, and Duke with the utmost integrity, the statement reads. We unequivocally stand with and champion them, especially when character is called into question. Duke, Duke Athletic believes in respect, equality, and inclusiveness, and we do not tolerate hate and bias. That's great, but let's scroll back up. To this, the university's investigation once again included interviews with more than 50 eyewitnesses, including players from both teams and athletic department staff. So, Duke, you can release your little statement, but your very own players did not back Rachel Richardson's claims. There you go. I mean, that's all there is to it. We got another Bubba Wallace, another... Uh, juicy smoulet. Uh What did what was it that uh, Dave Chappelle s- said? Clearly, that dude was lying. Here we go. Fake race hoax. And the thing about it is, and I don't understand. As soon as I had r- heard that, I was like, "It's a bullshit story." That quick, that quick. I mean. Is Don Staley going to do something about all those games that that she canceled? Just wondering? Or are the the BYU games that she canceled in basketball? Just wondering. South Carolina was supposed to play BYU. And she reached out there and canceled those games. Hmm. It's funny. It's funny. Just wondering. Will any of the actual mainstream media report that BYU found no racism? By the way, once again, the fan is no longer banned from these games. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show.
0: Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into. Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event
2: starts now. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. first, all one word,
1: 25% off now. Guys, we got to revisit the whole Rachel Richardson race holts thing because it is a holts. Now, we put up a couple of videos here today on this because um, BYU did their own um, investigation and they found nothing. They found absolutely nothing. This whole thing was a lie. We already talked about the uh, mainstream media, how they are pretty much silent now. They refuse to actually talk about this thing and correct all of their mistakes. Now, when it comes to the Wolsters out there. Once you go down the woke path, Forever will it dominate your destiny. Now, that is a Star Wars w- reference right there from uh, Master Yoda. But you guys get the point. These Wolksters can never admit that they were wrong. And in the case of Dawn Staley, the uh, woke South Carolina basketball coach, she actually canceled games with B- BYU that were actually supposed to happen in November. That canceled because she believed that Rachel Richardson was actually called the N word. Rachel Richardson is the only person that allegedly heard it. Nobody else heard it. Investigations happened and it was nothing. Well, guys, Don Staley is standing by her decision to actually cancel basketball games with BYU. Here we go, guys. On out kick. South Carolina's Don Staley stands by cancellation of BYU games over racism claims despite no corroborating evidence. This is not surprising. Like I said before, when you go down the woke path forever, will it dominate your destiny? And I said before guys also that on um, Don Staley is trying to give LeBron James and Megan Rapino a run for the money for the most woke people out there in sports. But, um, This is a statement here from uh, Don Staley, and this actually came from the uh, Athletics Communications and Public Relations. um, I guess is a a council or something. I'm not really sure. But anyway, this is a statement here, and um, it says next to nothing here. Don Staley refused to actually admit that she was wrong. But this is what it says. Statement from South Carolina's uh, women's basketball coach, Don Staley. University of South Carolina women's basketball head coach Don Staley has released the following statement, quote, I continue to stand by my position. After my personal research, I made a decision for the well-being of my team. I regret that my university, my athletic director, Ray Tanner, and others got drawn into the criticism of a choice that I made. That was it. Now, just by looking at this, she knows that she was wrong, but she is not going to go actually go out there and say that she was wrong. You see, this is a part of the woke mindset, folks. They will never, ever admit when they're wrong. Don Staley just won't do it. She didn't wait for any evidence. She says she did her own research. What what, what did she do? Look at a CNN video. That's pretty much it. Because CNN, you know, they were wrong. MSNBC, they were wrong. ESPN, they were wrong. You see, man, Don Staley walks around in woke circles. And when you woke, you will believe any and everything. As long as the mainstream media tells you that this is what happened and it didn't. But I'm not I'm not surprised, folks. I'm really, really not surprised that Don Staley is standing by this. She looks like a fool. But she will. She actually refuses to actually come out and say I was wrong. There's nothing wrong with coming out and saying, hey, I'm wrong. But the Wolsters, it will never be enough for them. They keep spewing lies out there and they never correct it. I can guarantee you, folks, you won't hear another word on this from Don Staley. She is sticking by guns because she just wants to believe a lie. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, let us know about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks
0: for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into. Black and white sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
2: I'm back. Rude for our black and white sports, too. Let's talk about soccer. Yeah, soccer. (laughs) I said that on this channel, on either one of our channels. Um, I said that because yesterday Queen Elizabeth II did pass away. Rest in peace. Um, And now the English Premier League has taken steps to... Respect her passing. Uh, So let's get to this. They are postponing matches through Monday following the death of Queen Elizabeth II. The English Premier League announced Friday that all weekend matches, including Monday's game between Leeds United and Nottingham Forest, have been postponed following the death of Queen Elizabeth II. The league held a meeting on Friday where the 20 top fight clubs paid tribute to the long-serving British monarch who passed away just a day earlier at 96. Quote, we in our clubs would like to pay tribute to her majesty's long and unwavering service to our country. Premier League Chief Executive Richard Masters said in a statement, quote, as our long-serving monarch, she has been an inspiration and leaves behind an incredible legacy following a life of dedication. This is tremendously sad time for not just the nation, but also for the millions of people around the world who admired her, and we joined together with all those in mourning of her passing. Several other sports governing bodies in the UK also announced cancellation of planned events. Out of respect for the Royal Family, the DP World Tour announced that play at the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth should be, would be suspended through Friday, quote, on behalf of our members and everybody connected with the European Tour Group and the BMW Championship. It is with great sadness that we have learned of the passing of Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. The European Tour said in a statement, she was truly an inspiration to the world, to the people of the world over. An update from the tour is expected on Friday. Other events, including the Cyclings Tour of Britain, which also canceled the final two stages of the race scheduled for the weekend and the third day of horse racing St Leger Festival in Doncaster the St Leger one of British uh, British racing classics will now take place on Sunday organizers said Friday so that's where we are we kind of felt like this might happen that we would we would start seeing sporting events especially overseas Uh, In Britain, around that area, would start canceling events. The Premier League, the PGA, and uh, I think it's probably the right thing to do. The right call to make. Uh, I don't know if any events here in the United States might get postponed. I haven't heard of any as of yet. I wouldn't be shocked by it, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, So, I wanted to do this video. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth II. Wow. Absolutely crazy yesterday. 96 is a good run, though. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.
0: Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports.
2: The main event starts now. I'm back. Trance, fire, black and white sports. Well, here we are again. Brittany Griner, of course, the WNBA star that is currently uh, in a Russian jail for possessing uh, vape cartridges that had cannabis oil in it. Now, over in Russia, that's a pretty serious offense. It carries around a ten year sentence, and sure enough, she's uh, been sentenced to a little over nine years in Russian prison over there. Now, there's been some rumblings about the fact that she may end up coaching basketball over there or something like that. We don't know for sure. And as you guys know, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, they have been trying to jump through hoops to get this WNBA star that once disrespected the uh, United States of America and called it oppressing. They have been jumping through hoops trying to get her back, including offering up the criminal Victor Bout, who is a notorious arms dealer, in exchange for the WNBA player. Well, it has now been revealed that there is, and we kind of we talked about this, there was going to be Russian scumbags to be named later that could end up falling in as part of this deal. Well, here we go. Here we go. Criminal mastermind Alexander Vinick could be part of the Brittany Griner prisoner swap. Good grief. Alexander Vinick is said to be a criminal mastermind accused of laundering more than $4 billion as part of a Bitcoin scam. Yet he could well be f- the key to Brittany Griner being freed. The WNBA star has been held in custody in Moscow and is currently in prison after being found guilty of marijuana possession in Russia. Vinnick, on the other hand, is currently being held by American authorities for his role in the Bitcoin scam. However, his lawyer has instructed Russian authorities to begin negotiations with the USA over a prisoner swap. After being arrested in Greece at the request of the United States in 2017, Vinnick has been the subject of multiple Russian approaches to try to free him. Vinnick is facing a maximum penalty in North America of 55 years in prison with his lawyer claiming the sentence would be tantamount to life for someone Vinnick's age. The United States has been unsuccessful in their approaches to try to get Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan freed from Russian detention. But it could well be the case that negotiating with regards to Vinnick could Well-open diplomatic avenue. So, now, we for sure, it looks like, uh, or at least rumblings, this second Russian scumbag to be named later is now named. I mean, I will be honest with you here. If we were going to give up one of the two, Victor Bout, or this guy, it would probably be this guy versus Victor Bout because Victor Bout was an arms dealer, Right? Um, but I don't like the idea of of bending the knee to Russia and giving them either one, to be honest with you. I don't. I would like to figure out how we could get Paul Whelan home and a couple of the other Americans over there, like Mark Fogel and uh, uh, Sarah uh, Kravatnik over there, which is a, was a teacher. that Both of them are teachers, in fact, that are detained in Russia right now. But... Look, WNBA player, known leftist, known Biden supporter, gets arrested, and all of a sudden, everybody's got their hair on fire to get her out. Isn't that funny? And she's, she's been in there the least amount of time of, of the four people that have been named that are currently over there. You see how that works? Unbelievable. Unbelievable absolutely unbelievable so much disrespect to the other the other Americans that are over there right now it's just unfathomable and i know many of you on this channel have been very vocal about the fact that y'all just feel like she can stay you know i mean she disrespected the country with a lot of her political ideologies and of course now she wants to come home again i've said it before i'll say it again Brittany Griner has found out what true oppression truly is. You know, and all these other people that have come out and hammered Biden and hammered Harris over the fact that, hey, we got people locked up in this very country right now for the same offense that Brittany Griner committed. Yet we're trying to free her and doing nothing about them. It's an absolute valid argument that we should take care of people that are locked up currently in this country. We're wasting a ton of money and a ton of resources trying to get her out. And now a new criminal, a new Russian criminal scumbag. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and white network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First All1Word. USA First All1Word 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time
0: on Black and White Sports.
2: Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store link in the description. Use promo code USA first, all one word. USA first, all one word. Twenty
1: five percent off now. All right, guys, we're going to be talking about the worst mayor in the United States of America. I'm talking about Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Now, Lori Lightfoot is a Democrat. She's also a hypocrite, and boy. When those illegals got shipped off to Chicago from Texas, because um, there is a border crisis courtesy of Beijing Biden, Um, he's not uh, protecting the border. He's not enforcing border laws. And he actually should be impeached over that. Well, as you guys know, Greg Abbott has been um, shipping illegals who actually want to go leave Texas. He's been sending them to Washington, D.C. so Joe Biden can actually help him out. And of course, you know, Joe Biden does not care. He wants to destroy American lives. But also, Greg Abbott was actually shipping illegals to Chicago. And guess what Lori Lightfoot has now done to these illegals who have who have actually uh, come to her doorstep now? Well, guys, I guess you can actually call Lori Lightfoot a racist. Check this out. Migrants bus to Sanctuary City, Chicago, are promptly shipped off to suburbs. So Lori Lightfoot, who called Greg Abbott. A racist. For shipping off these illegals, she's actually doing the exact same thing. I find that very, very funny, folks. This is called hypocrisy right here. Let's read this. It says a group of over 100 illegals. I changed that. From the southern border were moved to an Illinois suburb after um, being welcomed to Chicago, an action that is reportedly frustrating local officials. The illegals are staying at a Hampton Inn in Burr Ridge and a Holiday Inn in Countryside, according to uh, reporting by WGN-TV. An estimated 300 illegals have been bused from Texas to Chicago in the past two weeks. Now, 300, that doesn't seem like a whole lot to me. We get—we probably get 300 um, illegals coming in an hour over here. But Lori Lightfoot had a grand total of 300 illegals. Going into Chicago and you know what? She exposed herself. She does not want these people there, even though her city of Chicago is actually supposed to be a sanctuary city. It says here, while Chicago is a sanctuary city and Cook County is a sanctuary county, the illegals at the Burr Ridge Hampton Inn are in um, DuPage County. The county sanctuary uh, status is unclear. However, Burridge Republican Mayor Gary Grasso previously said he would work to secure the border and defund sanctuary cities, according to WGN TV. Now, Grasso said he is, quote, frustrated by the sudden influx of illegals. Quote, I'm the mayor of the village. I should have been told I'm as frustrated as Mayor Lightfoot was in her not being told. Mayor Gary Grasso said, so Lori Lightfoot is acting like Greg Abbott. She's not giving the local officials a heads up that these people are coming. So Lori Lightfoot is essentially doing the same thing as Greg Abbott. But anyway, he goes on, quote, I'm frustrated, but we're dealing with the situation and I'm going to keep my residents and my businesses um, apprised. Grasso referenced uh, Mayor Lightfoot previously lashing out at Governor Abbott for the transportation of illegals, calling it unacceptable at a press conference this week. Quote, my frustration comes from the actions of the governor of Texas, the Chicago mayor said. There could be a level of coordination and cooperation, but he chooses to do none of those things. Instead, he chooses to send human beings across the country to an uncertain destination. Well, you're doing the exact same thing now, Lori Lightfoot. The exact same thing. Uh, He is manufacturing a human crisis, and it makes... No sense to me. Lightfoot at it. Illinois Governor uh, J.B. Pritzker uh, made similar comments, accusing Abbott of treating illegals like cattle. Well, blame Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the cause of all of this. Okay, he refuses to actually secure the border and illegals are coming in to Texas and destroying Texans property. That needs to stop. But Joe Biden has engineered all of this. Uh, Abbott shot back at uh, Lightfoot's comments, accusing her of deflecting the blame to him instead of Beijing Biden. Uh, Quote, Biden's inaction at our border is putting the lives of Texans at risk and it's overwhelming our communities. The Texas governor uh, said in a tweet, Texas is doing Biden's job to secure the border. Uh, Mayor Lightfoot's office did not respond to Fox News digital request for comment. So there you have it, guys. Lori Lightfoot is deporting illegals from her sanctuary city of Chicago. You see the hypocrisy of Democrats. They say, Oh, we want open borders. We want these illegals to come. We're a sanctuary city, but Oh, when you come here, guess what? We're going to deport you and get you out of our city because truly we don't actually want you in our city. This is not surprising whatsoever. These Democrats, Lori Lightfoot exposed yet again. I'm not surprised in least bit, but that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, let us know. think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Thanks. Thanks.
2: black and white network supporters make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store link in the description use promo code usa first all one word usa first all one word
1: 25% off now well guys we are less than two months away from the 2022 midterm elections and this is a big election here because the house and the senate could actually flip from blue to to red now, when it comes to the Senate, technically, guys, there's actually um more Republicans in the Senate than Democrats. But however, the two Independents actually caucus with uh, Democrats, so therefore, fifty-fifty, and Kamala Harris is the tiebreaker. Now we know that Mitch McConnell is doing everything that he can to ensure that Republicans don't actually win the Senate. But there's one important race in the Senate. And that is actually in Georgia, where the socialist, the fake pastor, Raphael Warnock, who actually supports abortion. And this man is supposed to be a Christian. uh, He's going going to go ahead and uh, face off against former NFL great Herschel Walker. Now, this summer, man, the media really did try to smear Herschel Walker. And uh, when it came down to the polls, I believe initially Herschel Walker was actually leading and then during the summer, the poll started flipping for uh, the socialist Raphael Warnock. Now, guys, we got some new data here because um, we actually found that found out that um in the previous poll that Herschel Walker was actually in the lead. And now, guys, he has expanded that lead leading up to the midterms here. Over here on Fox News, Herschel Walker closes gap with Senator Warnock now leads by three points in Georgia Senate poll. Now, this, I believe, is going to be a tight race and it possibly could end up going uh, to a runoff election like we actually saw in uh, 2021. Hopefully, it doesn't actually get to that. But um, let's go ahead and read some of this, guys. The Senate race in Georgia appears to be shifting back in the GOP's favor, according to a new poll that shows Herschel Walker Also endorsed endorsed by Trump, by the way, as the favorite to win in the midterm election over incumbent Raphael Warnock, Democrat socialist from Georgia an insider advantage. Fox five Atlanta poll released Thursday suggests Walker has taken the lead in the Georgia race. One of the mostly closely uh, watched Senate races in the nation with the football legend receiving 47 percent support from voters in the peach state over Warnock's 44% support. The latest poll shows a two-point uh, increase for Walker and a four-point decrease in Warnock's support since a July poll, a major shift in the race just two months before the midterm elections. Yeah, because I believe that um, Warnock had a four-point lead and now he's down by three. that That's a seven-point swing right there. That's pretty big. Uh, Walker shared on Wednesday's shared, shared Wednesday on Fox News is Hannity why he believes he is getting a boost above his Democrat opponent in several recent polls. Uh, quote, the reason is I'm getting out and meeting the people and I'm talking to the people and the people are speaking. You know, they spent over 50 million dollars against me, but the race is still tied. Walker told host Sean Hannity. Walker went On to highlight why he feels Georgia is in need of new Senate leadership. Quote, people want a change in Washington. Senator Warnock is a a cut from the cloth of Joe Biden. Yeah, he is. And what I mean by that is he believes in higher taxes. He believes in open borders. He voted to put men in women's sports. This man's supposed to be a Christian, guys, a preacher. And that's not what the Georgian people want, Walker said. The Georgian people want someone they can trust and they can trust in Herschel Walker. Now, anybody that's actually supporting these socialists out there that are actually trying to destroy women's sports, by the way, and want women, want men, I should say, in women's bathrooms and call yourself a Christian pastor. Not, nah. no, something's wrong with that. Uh, Raphael Warnock supports abortion. He probably supports uh, transitioning children as well. Unbelievable. It says here, quote, Warnock is winning among younger voters. That's not really too much of a surprise. And seniors betrayals badly among those 40 to 64. Men support Walker at 60 percent, while women support Warnock at 55 percent. Walker is receiving 12 percent support from African-American respondents. I don't know why these black people keep voting Democrat. Why? I have no idea. Said inside advantage on chairman uh, Matt Towery alongside the poll results. Quote, with only four percent undecided, this race could very well be headed to a general election runoff, given the fact that there seems to be a few points among the various demographics up for grabs. After months of going back and forth, Warnock agreed to debate Walker in October. Ah, uh, the poll also shows um, Democratic gubernatorial nominee and former state rep Stacey Abrams is trailing incumbent Governor Brian Kemp in the race for the governor's mansion. Uh, Kemp leads in every age group in the survey. He receives right at on ten percent of uh, African American support, which is roughly about um the average on support for uh, Black people when it comes to Republicans and a rather astounding 68% of white voters surveyed. Abrams has an impressive 54% of female voters, while Kemp receives 63% from men. So there you have guys. That is the latest update. Herschel Walker, it spans his lead in the poll. And um, this, this is very, very important, guys. Georgia is very, very important, because when it came to the 2020 election, Georgia was key. It was key for... Everything that unfolded in um, 2020. Now, will Georgia voters wake up and not vote the way they did before? Or will they just um, say, hey, you know what? We like what Beijing Biden's doing. We like Raphael Warnock actually supporting abortion. We like that Raphael Warnock wants um, men and women's bathrooms. I don't think people should actually be supporting stuff like that. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and White Network fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, and we'll catch you next time.
0: You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The
2: no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store link in the description. Use promo code USA
1: First, all one word. USA First, all one word. Twenty five percent off now. Well, guys, as you guys probably already know, because Rhodes actually put up a video on this, the Rachel Richardson race hoax is officially a hoax because there was actually an investigation, folks, and it is concluded. None of this happened. This is officially a juicy smooly race hoax. This is on the level of a Bubba Wallace also as well. However, your dishonest media, your leftist media, they ran with this thing as if it was actually gospel. And now that is officially a nothing burger It's officially a hoax. Where is your mainstream media now? They are absolutely silent on this, folks. Here we go. Over here on Fox News, CNN, ABC, ESPN promoted Duke volleyball players racial slur story. Go quiet on development's debunking claim. Now, this is not a surprise whatsoever. If you guys actually been paying attention, because one thing about these media outlets, they love to play the race card. And when things actually do get debunked, they go go silent. They disappear. These are the same people that believe Bubba Wallace, this the same people that believe Jussie Smollett. But it says here, a controversy involving a racial slur being directed at a black college athlete captured the attention of the national media, at least until her claim faced further scrutiny. Duke University volleyball player Rachel Richardson went viral after she claimed that a fan from Brigham Young, Brigham Young University, BYU, hurled the N-word at her Throughout the entirety of the match between the two schools on August 26, her in the moment allegation led to the immediate removal and permanent ban of the suspected BYU fan, who was actually a Utah Valley University student and BYU issued apologies to both Richardson and Duke University. Its separate claim was never corroborated. In fact, it was discredited. BYU police Lieutenant George Bessendorfer uh, told the Salt Lake Tribune that his department reviews surveillance camera footage of the alleged racist fan from the game, telling the paper, quote, We watched the video. We did not observe that behavior from him. Uh, Bessendorfer added that no one from the student section from the crowd has come forward to back up Richardson's claim. A BYU police officer president at the game said he did not hear any racial slurs from the crowd. According to the police report obtained by desert news, desert news. I believe that's what he actually said. Uh, the officer suspected the fan in question has special needs and kept shouting about the players hitting the ball into the net. The officer also documented that a Duke assistant associate nearby also never raised any concerns. So somebody from Duke, Never brought this up. This was completely made up, folks. BYU associate athletic director uh, John McBride offered a similar sentiment in a statement saying, quote, various BYU athletic employees have been reviewing video from BYU TV and other cameras in the facility and that the volleyball team has access to for the film review. The person who was banned was the person identified by Duke. As using racial slurs. However. We have been unable to find any evidence. That that person. Using racial slurs in the match. Despite the numerous revelations. That have surfaced since Richardson went public. The most prominent media outlets. That promoted a claim. Have failed to update their coverage. Now I said before in the video guys. That um, when I actually found out about this. I thought about making um, a video. As soon as we heard about this um, alleged racist incident. And I was like. No. Let me just step back. I'm not going to cover this because it just seems too good to be true. And guess what? It was actually too good to be true. Uh, Richardson was uh, prominently featured on ABC's Good Morning America, of course, and was interviewed about what she claimed to have experienced during his broadcast on August 30th. ABC News correspondent Janae Norman, who spoke with the 19 year old sophomore, said she was really impressed. But how she is handling all of this, you know, because these people at ABC, ESPN, they love this stuff. They want racism to exist. There's actually more demand for racism than supply. Uh, Quote, a lot of grace. Co-host Joy Stephanopoulos reacted. Quote, Good Morning America has made no mention of the incident since that broadcast. Of course not, because the whole story just fell apart. ABC News website also published at least three separate articles. About Richardson's alleged allegations, but none about the about the most about the ongoing probes that undermine her credibility. Fox News reached out to ABC News for comment and received no response. Of course, CNN, you know the most trusted name in news, and we know that's not true. Uh, CNN gave her story far more airtime, airtime with uh, separate programs echoing Richardson's unchallenged claims. Allison Camarota. And Victor Blackwell grilled BYU athletic director Tom Homo for not taking enough swift action to stop, quote, the racist slurs and threats immediately. Weekend anchor Jim Acosta invited on former NAACP president Cornell William Brooks, who spent the interview lambasting BYU's handling of the alleged incident. New Day co-host Breonna Keeler sat down. With the student's father, Marvin Richardson, who gave interviews with numerous outlets, including ABC News. CNN's website additionally had uh, six individual links on his website about the story. Some recapping his on-air coverage. Nothing about the investigation's findings. Um, a spokesperson for CNN uh, provided no comment. ESPN's sister network to ABC News uh, similarly offered uncritical coverage of the episode. Uh, Quote, this is uh, Screaming A. Smith here. I'm saying BYU, you did it. Screaming A. Smith shouted. By allowing this to happen and not addressing expeditiously, not addressing it with a level of quickness and speed that you should have addressed this with. Smith later called it a dereliction of duty and accused the university of fearing uh, the backlash it would have received for taking immediate action. Oh, Jay Williams, too, here from ESPN says the way she handled the BYU situation at 19 years old. I just want to say you keep doing your thing. Williams told the young athlete. Hold your head high. And I appreciate her uh, talking about the perpetrator instead of BYU overall. But I just appreciate her. I wanted to say that, man, this is insane, guys, that uh, these media outlets go go silent. Now, look over here on CNN right here. Um, I just uh, pulled this up on CNN, and of course they're talking about um the U.S. Open here. Is there anything about um BYU and Rachel Richardson on their sports page? This is a sports page here, CNN.com uh, slash sports. There's absolutely nothing on here about it. Uh, they mentioned Serena Williams. There's nothing on here. Nothing. Bodybuilder wants to change. view of what women should look like. Oh, okay. But nothing on there. Now, this article right here by Mike Freeman, I put up a video on this. He called it a right wing conspiracy theory right here. This is Mike uh, Freeman from uh, USA Today. He said that the whole thing was like a QAnon. Yeah, he said that. So guys, what do you think it is? Are you surprised that the mainstream media has just went go silent. No, I'm not surprised at all. Their whole story fell apart. They jumped on this whole thing before all of the facts came out. And now they look like fools. But this is the mainstream media. They always look like fools. At the end of the day, your dishonest leftist media, they love to play the race card, they love to race bait. And now Rachel Richardson, she is in the same breath as uh, Bubba Wallace and Jesse Smollett.